November 19th, 2017. It's Watt from Pedro's show. <laughs>
Watch for Pedro's show in Pedro on a Sunday, an unusual day, but I wanted to get to my guests because their new album just came out, and I didn't want to be too, what's the word for it, belated. I didn't want to be belated. It came out, well, I should say what we played first, uh, Mr. PC, that's uh, for Paul Chambers. As John Coltrane wrote a song for an incredible uh, bass man, played a lot for Miles Davis. And here it hits him live with his quartet in 62, Birdland, but also augmented with uh, Eric Dolphy. Incredible teamwork there. And then we had uh, off the new album from our guests. They were last on the show only 15 months ago, but in that time they made a whole album, people, and we, we heard Realized. I mean, it's Realized. It, you know, some people talk, right? And 15 months later you check in, and they ain't just talk. And, and my guests from Cleveland, Ohio, um, Elvis and John, Dewey Decibel System. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Okay. I got to see you guys in between that. It was back in May, so six months ago, because I, for the first time, played the Beachland Ballroom, because I'm yes, always working in Kathy's uh, room, you know, and mm -hmm. before that was pads like uh, Fantasy or uh, uh, Peabody or, uh, yeah, good old days. I, think, I don't know if I worked there. Oh. There was something under the... The first time I played Cleveland, it was somewhere underneath the fucking Agora called the Pop Shop or something. Yeah, the Pop Shop. Yeah. Upstairs, it was, downstairs was other Black Flag, and upstairs was Romantics. Red right. Ranger. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I those remember. shows were at noon. You know, they had uh, like Pretenders, and everybody was in there. I mean, okay. Well, that was my I first don't know time. Why. But it took me a long time to finally play the, the Beachland Ballroom, and I liked it a lot. It was a neat gig, and get to play with my. Uh, old friends. Actually, not that gig, but three of them on that tour I got to do with Grant, and that's the last time I got to see him. Three were with Greg, too. He's oh, with some uh, Wisconsin guys called Porcupine. But Grant was just alone, and he told me what was up, but you know, you, when it happens, you, I just never get used to this shit. I know they're in Cleveland, you guys just lost Paul Hanneman. The guy who did all the Peruba, uh, Painesville, not exactly Cleveland. Right, Paul Hammond, right? That's it. Uh, and his and pop, Chuck, him and his pop uh, started that studio, right? I got to record there once, actually, with Fire. Yeah, Suma. Suma, Suma. that's it. That's yeah, it. And, and Chuck Mosley just died, too. He lived here. Oh, that's right. He was a Cleveland guy. Yeah. Yeah, I met him a couple times. He was the singer of uh, Faith No More. Right. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, losing people is tough. And, and I know, Dave, I talked to David, uh, the Perubu singer, and he just made that album, the Silo in Montana with him. And also, Waskovich, uh, Matt Waskovich, he just recorded some stuff that I even was part of called Hidden Rifles. But let's let's get on to the, the Dewey Duo Decibel System. Uh, we went over the history of you guys when getting into music and then putting the band together. But in those 15 months of you making this record, and uh, what, what, what was the idea? What, what happened between that time we last talked? That's a good question. So uh, in, since that last uh, 
since the last time you interviewed us. Uh, we we hang out with these cats uh, in Cleveland. It's it's the local Cleveland um, underground uh, avant garde noise scene. Uh, a lot of jazz dudes that hang out in there, and so they have this once a month thing called Out Lab at this. That used to be a it's called a club called it used to be the Bob Stop. That, that was like a jazz club, and on every at the third Tuesday of every month. You show up with your gear or, or whatever you're going to use, and 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 you do improv, but uh, you know, and and it, it, they put little groups together, and like we tried different things, but it's you all mean improv. Like a, John, you mean like an open mic kind of thing? Yeah, well, yeah, kind of, uh, but uh, it, they have a, a, a grand piano in there that's backlined with drums. Yeah, I'm not uh, saying like it's folk singing, but it's more like you can just bring it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, bitching. And, and and whatever happens that and it's I mean someone will show up with a vacuum cleaner for example and and, and, <laughs> and I, I'm not kidding it's it's great it's, it, it's it, but it's really it's all experimental. One time then, uh, Evan showed up Evan uh, Dando he showed up at one of my gigs with the vacuum cleaner <laughs> and, you know because he sang Piss Bottle Man on my re- uh, wrestling record so I was in New York City and he. You know, he wanted to sing the song, and he, of course, brought his vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so go on. I'm no, sorry, John. That's okay. And, and so uh, the, one of the guys that runs his name is Dan Weninger, a great sax player. He's in a, a little group called Oblique Orchestra. And they have another event that happens once, once a month at uh, this place called All Go Signs. It's a go-factor thing, and, and different underground acts will show up and, and perform in this guy's loft. Uh, and it's just no, really well, cool. This is different than the club. Right. This is the so they complement each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I ran up to I walked up to Dan. I said, Mel and I would like to do a noise, make some noise one night at, at Go Factory. I didn't have anything in, in mind. He goes, Sure. So he put us on the, the bill. Like maybe six months later, and I, as we got closer, I realized, man, I have to, we got to compose something for this. We just can't show up. It has to be su- there has to be some substance to it. So I put together uh, a five song. Although a lot of the stuff that goes on there is improvised, right? Right, right, but so, and I'm not saying that we're, we weren't going to improvise within it, but there had to be some. You wanted some kind of core, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I, I created Slow Wave. It's a five-piece suite based on the five stages of sleep. And, Slow Wave, yeah. Yeah, and and so realize the last part, but uh, it, 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 it and and, there are, and the keys go from C A G to E E to D, mm-hmm. and uh, in the five, and and there's a theme behind it, and each song represents maybe a, a certain stage of sleep that. Is reflective of nightmares or or, or the, the twilight uh, portion, and, and they're kind of named accordingly that way. And okay. I'm like, well, we should put this out, and and uh, and we did it. it went really well. And so, local... so it's like you had a theme. Yes, uh, yes. Which was sleep. 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 Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you you were going to like manifest all these different kinds of yeah manifestations of sleep. Correct. Okay. Very interesting. So this would be the core. And then the way that you would manifest it, yeah, that would be kind of the improvised way of... So I, I see you, you like... Uh, you pointed your bow in a direction. You wanted a direction, yeah. Very, very interesting. And so this becomes the, the, the root of the album, right? Right, right. Okay. So so, but that's, that was just five songs. It's about 25, 30 minutes long, the whole thing. Right. And, I, and if we're going to put a CD out, we wanted. And, but I, we we did perform it live uh, once in Cleveland at the Go Factory, and then we did it a, a, another time in, in Detroit. This uh, little gallery uh, went really well. We had this uh, local artist, Mark Jenks, who who uh, created an installation for it. Really, just like like an evil science lab. That that would be the best way yeah. to put it, right? <laughs> it was cool. And 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 so, but I, I I said, well, we need to write some songs to to, to complement this because it just can't be five songs. 
so I ended up starting to write. I don't. I. I, I I'm a, as, as a composer, it's kind of late in my life now. So uh, I'm, I, I wrote seven more songs. Don't and worry, man. You know, uh, Vincent painted only his last ten years. So, oh yeah, I yeah. Know Joe Bison <laughs> taught himself. Joe Bison taught himself guitar starting at 27. Mm. Yeah, uh, John. You know, your time is your time. I think it's okay. You're right. I know. You're right. It's like, but it's but it's uh, it, when it happens, it happens. Right. And so yeah. it happened now for me. So, and 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 so Mel and I sat. I got this little studio in my basement. In fact, that's where we are right now. And we sat here together, and, and I put together the different uh, grooves, and and then we fashioned some stuff. And I had Mel play guitar and and sing. And she kind of improv over this stuff, and then I, I after she left, I, I went and like kind of pieced it all together oh, and, okay. and put all kinds of effects on it. And uh, so you improvised uh, in the studio too, okay? We did. It was yeah. totally. I said, Mel, just play like this, okay, in this key, okay? And she she did awesome. You know, you know I'm going to play this song, Elevation. Okay. Do you know there's a television? You know you can't copyright a song title. By the way. <laughs> But do you know there's a television song called Elevation? Is there? Yeah, it's on a marquee moon. And in fact, it's trippy because I just finished reading the uh, Richard Lloyd uh, memoir, autobiography, whatever you want. His his manager sent it to me. And uh, um, it's got a website for this book, and I went to it, and they, they're, here, I'll, I'll send you a link right now of, of, of him doing it live. It's, it's a Tom Verlaine song, but okay. I guess uh, Dick Lloyd's doing this for gigs. Yeah, yes. and it actually has a really incredible, you know, they would switch off lead guitar and stuff and sometimes, and this is one of those. But I'm, I'm yeah. curious, was Elevation part of the five songs of the sleep thing, or one of these uh, aug- augmented tunes? One of the seven, one of the seven augmented tunes, and okay. and, and the, this song is kind of our version of, of EDM. Uh, are you familiar with the, the comp uh, series uh, Hotel Acostas? No, what's EDM? Uh, electronic dance music. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that's a okay. dead mouse called. Okay, yeah. okay. Electronic <laughs> dance music. Uh, it, so like Kraftwerk. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like this this Hotel Costas has a DJ. It's a hotel. And he puts together comps of like Costas. all this chill. Yeah. I think Costa, I know there's some shitty coffee company, in England company. called Costa. The joke is it costs a lot, but don't taste that good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so so you guys were inspired by dance music for this elevation. Right. I just I took a I took a whack at it. Let's put it that way. Okay. Miss Melvis, did you John, you set up some rhythm thing, right? Did you go at it with the improv thing, Miss Melvis, with your guitar? Well, yes, I did. I mean, he he directed me what he wanted, and then I would lay it down on the guitar. He did take some liberties here and there, you know, and kind of, you know, piece things together. Well, that, but that was after the fact, right? Correct. Right, but, but and, she's sitting here in the studio writing the lyrics as we're doing it. Yeah, I wrote yeah. the lyrics as we were going along.
brand new dual decibel system as elevation then uh, brand new out of Pittsburgh which ain't too far away in fact that's where I came from when I came to play for you guys back in May oh yeah uh, yeah place and it was Mr. Small's Theater a new pad for me there too actually Millvale right next that's you know in the metro area uh, new fumes with Rider's Milk I think Wayne Coyne is part of that uh, jam Boris from their new album. They were here in town. They ended their tour, and I, I, I had Prague. Fuck. Anyway, you got a Prague. You got some gigs going on. Dystopia, Vanishing Point, and Mold Omen, Lesser Guides. I think they're out of Baltimore. So more east than you guys. Well, do you say Midwest? No. You guys, you're more east no, than Midwest, right? I hate that. I don't think we're Midwest at all. You're Mid-Atlantic, right? Yeah, something like that. I mean, we're not in the Midwest. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it used to be the Midwest. You know, it probably was the far west when the country started. Yeah. It was called, remember, it was, called the, it was called the Western Reserve. Okay. Oh. And here's the one thing that makes it different than all the other states. It doesn't have a flag. It has a pennant. Did you guys notice? Oh, you mean because it's shaped like a pennant. It, yes, it's it a is. pennant. Yeah. Yeah. 
It is, yeah. I never thought of it. Very original. And I think even more presidents than Virginia. I think Virginia's seven and maybe Ohio's eight. Maybe. Right. And the only thing that's controversial is where William Henry Harrison was born. He, he was that's born in right. Italy, he, that's, yeah, that's, he, grew up in, he grew up in Ohio. Yeah. That's right. right. Yeah. There's funny things about Toledo and the Upper Peninsula of Michigan and Wisconsin. I guess there was a war <laughs> that solved it. But yeah. uh, anyway, let's get back to the, the, the record. Off the air, people, we were talking about not, only time any of this was done before it was recorded was that, that art gallery. A gig in uh, the Go Factory. So these other guys were done in the studio, but they've learned how to do the whole album. And in fact, last night had an album release party. Yes, we did. And you played yeah. everything, but kind of changed the sleep cycle uh, tunes. Because we, we, we an abridged version of that. Because well, because we didn't want to put the audience to sleep because yeah. it's. Yeah. it's <laughs> Sleep-inducing music, yeah. And it's really, you know, it could be, I don't know. I found it, when I was listening back to the record, Yeah. we were on those, I got to those five songs, and I said, oh, my, this is horrible. This is so loud and crazy. I can't deal. It was making me kind of nervous. You have to have a tolerance for that kind so, of music. Well, yeah. so here's what happened. I, I next listened to it and said, well, I'm playing this as well. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I, I should probably embrace that fact and realize it's not really that scary after that's, all. That's <laughs> if you're into I, I mean, I'm, I'm really influenced by Brian Eno, okay? So, yeah. and amongst other uh, you know, ambient noise artists. And so that's kind of what was going on with that whole thing. And I was trying to do my... Uh, my mm -hmm. best to uh, pay tribute to that those folks because a lot of that's but been done. How do you how do you expand that that whole? Yeah, thing? when I was a teenager, they had a show here on KPFK, hosted by uh, Rogers. Uh, what's his name? Uh, he teaches in Tokyo now. Now, Robert Stone, Roger. Yeah, Evan Garden. He would play uh, Mr. Sabotnik and uh, Carl Heinz Stockhausen and. I mean, this stuff would blow my mind. And, you know, and I don't even play synthesizer. It, it's just very inspiring stuff. And I, I get it out of you guys' music, too. Uh, we're at the end of the first hour. Uh, Watt for Pedro Show, November 19, 2017. Special guest is Melvis John from Dual Decibel System. Hold tight for hour two. November 19th, 2017, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
Watford Pedro Show started the second hour off with In a Tank. Uh, this is one of the supplemental uh, tunes of the new album. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. Mike, it didn't sound like you were asking. You sounded like you made a statement. It is. You're yeah, but I don't know. You have to enlighten me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was more like a, a But guess. see, like the supplemental songs are actually like, they're... They're the first thing you hear on the record of yeah, like 70s. Right. So. Even yeah, though they, they were the second thing to come they've about. Taken over they've taken yeah. over, yeah. <laughs> right. and it's, it's, So we, we try to uh, reproduce them as, as faithfully as, as we can on stage. So Mel plays guitar, she sings, and I play the drums, but I also cue all the backing tracks, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in the backing tracks. Are you wearing uh, click track and uh, earbuds? Yes. I, 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 so I cue them on an X, uh, Roland XPD XS. Got it all in there, and then I hear I hear a click in my my phone, my my cans. I'll, I'll call them the headphones, and uh, uh, and then I, I play along with that. So it's kind of I feel a little disembodied well, mm-hmm. from the band when I'm playing it, but uh, it's something I'm trying to get used to. But uh, uh, yeah, so and I don't click. I don't hear the click. So I she follow, she follows my hi hat or my ride. Sure, sure. So yeah. this tune, In a Tank, this is kind of like doing gigs. You're in a tank. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not sure what I was, like I said, I was writing these lyrics as right, I was in the moment. In the moment, and in a way they make sense, I guess, all put together for each individual song. But I don't really... Well, that one's interesting, because like, I, 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 said, I said, Mel, here's, here's the piece right here. Yeah. I'm just calling it In a Tank as a working title. Well, we never changed it. So Mel wrote lyrics around in a tank. I don't. I when I came up with that title, I didn't have anything in mind, and you just filled it in from there, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the way I always write songs. I always start with titles. Uh, <laughs> some, <laughs> no, I, I need the fucking focus on my mind, you know. Uh, some other new stuff uh, we've heard. Started off second hour was uh, Kowloon from Fighting Rehabilitated Truth, Fighting I think it's Manchester. Uh, sterile Jets out of Long Beach. Alexander DeLarge out of Sicily with Black, Joe Brewer, Madison, Bare Bones, Elegance, and finally uh, from Macedonia, Skopje, Gorovoska Anatoski with a demo of Doaja Voda. I think Voda means water. Okay, so uh, really interesting. Uh, how long did it take to record? Six months? Six no, months yeah. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. From, from six, from start to finish, it's probably maybe six months, right? To, to getting it yeah. recorded. I, I was coming down here like I don't know, maybe once, twice. Let's a week. say, let's say three months. I think that's about that's yeah. fair, right? Yeah. From when I came up with the original concept and got it all out and, right. and finally mixed and all that stuff. And then what, got, so what, what that, got recorded first, the supplemental tunes or the sleep cycle? Uh well the sleep cycle I don't know I think I think we did the sleep cycle first yeah I want to say we did okay. yeah and Delta Wave Delta Wave is part of this right yeah 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 Delta Wave uh, that's like the middle of the thing it's all in G and uh-huh. it's kind of like euphoric that's always I I always think of Delta Wave as a euphoric song sure Delta um, I remember in school it always means change or the difference yeah. right. Yeah, or difference or something. And it's yeah. usually a T, right? A little a pyramid. I think that's right. the Greek exactly. letter. 
A delta. Right. <laughs> I know the other way, the other thing that comes to my mind is stupid frat sore shit, you know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, wash that out, out of your brain, so. I'm sorry. Let's listen to Delta Wave.
what does that mean? It's everything from over there to over here and in between. Let me do as I 
my arms done come done
After years of tallest trees, well, I'd settle for a stump. I just need a place to sit. I don't wanna climb for it. If you ascend to higher branches, then it's easy to get stuck. But a stump will never grow.
Watch for Pedro's show. We heard Delta Wave, uh, the centerpiece of the sleep cycle section of the new uh, album from Duodecimal System. Um, then we heard The Fever from Maya and the Revolutionary. Hell yeah. Uh, from the city. I'm going to play with them next month. I'm, I'm going to play on my 60th birthday in uh, Bottom of the Hill. Uh, Birds of Paradise with Autumn Done Come. Uh, Orthodox with Y la Muerta No Tender y, y Domino. They're out of Sevilla. Uh, Stump from the Breakfast Cowboy. He's in, in um, the, the West Coast, Portland. Guided by Voices. That's Dayton. The other side. No, like Caddy Corner from you guys. Uh, Dr. Feelgood Falls Off the Ocean. He, he played here a couple weeks ago, the, the band, uh, and Doug, and those guys. They were so good. They played in fucking Pedro. Yeah. You can believe it, man. Bob Pollard played Pedro. Uh, Afara Nazimo, Maximilian I, a Roma band, and Double Knot Spy Car out of Echo Park here with the Stand in Water. Um, you guys had no guests on this record. Mm, yes, we one. did. We had one. <laughs> one. Okay. His name's Steve Mastriani, in fact. Okay. We played his gallery last night. That's where he, we host. He hosted the uh, record release party. His gallery. He's uh, it's a, it's a, th and this is interesting. He he opened his gallery in in Slavic Village. Slavic Village is in Cleveland, is which is just outside of downtown. It's ground zero for the whole foreclosure crisis. That that occurred that that started the whole downturn in 2008 2009 yeah. and that's where the, that's where the uh all those uh yeah all these these homes de uh, really? owners defaulted on their loans and everything and it all started there but anyway so this that neighborhood is now starting to be reclaimed by artists and Steve's one of the, the first pioneers in that mm -hmm. neighborhood but he played muted trumpet on that that's uh the, the song radio yeah radio okay yeah he did a great job too and he yeah. came down to my studio, and and Mel was you weren't here, and I no. said said Steve improv, okay? Here mm -hmm. it's, it's in C, should be easy, and he did. He did an awesome job. C on a trumpet. Mm -hmm. They actually have C trumpets. Most trumpets are B flat, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, like I think the the C trumpet was was like that that John Philip Sousa kind of crap, you know. Uh, so so was a uh, soprano sax. You know, well, Sidney Bechet got into it, and then, but John Coltrane, yeah, they, some of these things, these instruments, uh, you know, they gravitated towards a certain kind of style of music, so when that music went away, they kind of got dumped. Yeah. And that, that's why I heard about the C trumpet. But, <laughs> don't want to get all musical on you, Josh, so, sorry about that. Um, went, that B flat, so it was a little dissonant, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's something about you know the pianos. They like B flat. They like E flat. You know that joke in the uh, that Chuck Berry movie. Bruce Springsteen talks about that, right? He thought the records were just recorded slow. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, he did them in piano keys because his piano player wrote a lot of the songs. Yeah. Uh, but, but getting back to you guys. Uh, so Steve, so. It, is this scene you're talking about where the foreclosure, it's also what's happening with these uh, people do, doing the avant-garde and the jazz? And 
No, not no, really. No, that's another area. Okay. Some of those, some of those cats live in that neighborhood. Yeah, like Scott, Scott Pickering. Because right. I'm wondering if there's like cross uh, breeding, cross hibernation, or because it seems like the arts always get separated into visual and the sound and the movies and well, I guess that's visual and sound, but it. it uh, you know what I mean? There's something neat when you get people from... Because for me, expression is expression, right? So when you you got the different ways of doing it, and there's a certain kind of synergy that can happen. I guess when people... There is actually, you know, Mike, this neighborhood has an event every year. It's the house event. Do you know what it's called? I, um, I can't remember at the moment, but what they do, it's um, all the artists in the neighborhood take these houses that are foreclosed upon in, in bad shape or, you know, abandoned, and they create art in them before they're going to be torn down. So it's this whole street full of, or several blocks, I think, of people walking into these houses, and the kids in the neighborhood are involved. So they're helping the artist, and it's really, like, you know, this beautiful thing. I, and it was really cool. Last night, the first people to show up were some local artists. Well, all local people local live, people right live in the neighborhood and they were like so happy to see something new mm-hmm. and they walked in like this is awesome this is great this is this yeah. is new and we we haven't seen this for years so right. yeah otherwise it's, it's like an old school uh, back in the day that's where the steel uh, well, we used to work with the steel uh, what, what are the, the steel mills steel mills I'm sorry that's where they used to live and, You're right, and this this area is very ethnic, obviously Slavic village. Yeah, so you have these beautiful buildings that are just kind of adorned in that. You know, I gotta get a t- I gotta get a tour next time I'm there. We're at the end of the second hour, November nineteenth, two thousand seventeen. Edition Walk Peter Show. Hold up tight for hour three. November nineteenth, two thousand seventeen. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
not dying. I figured that shit out alone in third grade.
my beaten beat Feeling the sun beat down on my defeating feet When all of a sudden from the south came a wind like the breath of a loud drum was the smell of Juliet had one hand on my throat It was killed off from butterfly that trouble saying no show you start off the third hour with the deep and the deepest part of the sleep cycle part right yes it is yeah it's probably the deep part it is that's a, that's, that's, that's a scary one Mel, Mel, that's scary Mel. that's the one that yeah frightens me <laughs> what, you, tell me when you first heard it because you told me you were improvising to this stuff while they're being played so was some of the improvi- improvisation right on the first listen uh, some of it was, yeah. I mean, I did maybe a couple tracks of guitar, I want to say. Yeah. But we had already performed it, you know, those two times, so... I had oh, so you already had heard the deep. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if, how much they were, like, when you did them live to how they went on to the record. You've told me the other way, the, the supplemental ones, you want, like, the record live, but... And the other guys got changed, so... I was just no, the, uh, the when we did a lot, it was more of a, it was more uh, it was it was a lot noisier. Let's put it that way. Yeah, a lot noisier. But I think things are more scarier? developed. Like on the record, they're sort of 
you know, you know, the vocals are a little out there, but we, we kind of tidy everything up live. It, you know, it's, do you still when you do it live? When you do it live, is it still scary? Yes. Okay. Oh, I, last night it was scary. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. absolutely. Yeah. Not as bad as the record. No, because well, there's parts of it that the the notes are all uh, the the instrument that I use. It's an electride, electride two, and I put I put all the, I play all the notes backwards. So if you know that that sound or or that it's kind of like going uh, like kind of like cascading up. Yeah. It's yeah. a really weird, unsettling sound, and so yeah, the scariness is always is being in, uh, kept intact. Okay. That's I love it. Didn't get yeah, lost. Yeah. Didn't get throw, thrown hey, under the bus. Is... You guys are dropping yeah, out. Is... I think you're going to have to talk a little closer to the microphone. Okay. Can you hear us now? Yeah, because it's breaking <laughs> up. This happens sometimes with Skype. Um, yeah, it's breaking um, up a little bit. But I had some... that experience with the band. Can you hear me? It's breaking up a little bit. I got a few more Hello? songs I got to tell that we played. I Live to Tell by the Healers, Ember right. Jones with uh, Ari. Or Yukdo Islands. Yeah, Dokdo, that's the one they're having trouble with. Uh, Takashima. Automatic Sam out of Holland with Tarantula, Kissing Daisies, Kurt Stifle, and the Swing Shift. Uh, Paul Rossler was part of that. He played keyboards in the uh, Screamers. A Mailman after them with Dead Weight. I think they're out of Torrance. And Fluffers Union, finally. Sound Chicken. I think that, uh, they're San Antonio. Uh, so, so, so. Continue what you were saying there, Miss Malvis. Oh, I was saying that I had that experience in a band I was in. It was called Flat Can Company. Total improv, right? We did our first show kind of not knowing we had a show. It just came up real quickly. We improved. I thought it was amazing. I felt it was cathartic. I felt so good afterwards. And then I heard the tape back, and I was like, oh, my goodness. This is horrible. It's just <laughs> It's horrible. It's scary. But it's weird how you feel one way when you're playing something, and then when you hear it back, it's suddenly a different story. You can't Absolutely. even connect. Yeah, I agree with you. I would rather have the horrible experience at first and then have something that sounds good later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had a choice. Look, we're going to play We're gonna play this song. Uh, now, how do you pronounce this? Calume? Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, you play for the moment, you know. Calame is that how you pronounce this? Is it French? Oh, Calame. It's not even. We don't know. It's a made up. Yeah, because it's not Calumet, right? Calumet. Calumet. Yeah, yeah. Calumet. That Calumet. That Calumet. That Calumet. Okay. This is the song we love, by the way. It's it's got a. You want to talk about? Oh yeah. So Mel Mel talked me about this this album that you heard. It was a comp called Dub Side the Moon. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 it was awesome. So I said, I'm going to write a dub reggae song. And cause I don't like reggae, I like dub reggae. And uh, so that's what this song's about, and uh, or that where that was inspired from. Sure. And I hope I did a good job with dub reggae. I, I think mean, you did. Okay. Right, cool. Tony, <laughs> speaking of reggae, a family man, Barrett, uh, I saw him with Bob Marley and Tony Mamoni from Peru who said that was his biggest inspiration as a bass man. Let's listen to Calame. Why don't we throw in half a tree? I'm a shoulder thing, he's 
Thank you.
Pedro Show final music for this edition. Calume from the Duo Decibel System. Then Hidden Rifles, that's uh, Wasco's Proj there. Although he's the only Cleveland dude. I think all the other musicians besides me is New York City. Uh, but he did it with Paul. It's one of the last things uh, they got to do together. And then uh, FGH out of Hamburg with Making Space 3. And finally, Solid State by the Duo Decibel System. Solid State, uh, kind of electronic. Is that EDM? <laughs> no, no, that's... that's uh, it's Groove. That's well, a, that's whenever a, I hear Solid State, it's like, uh, yeah, transistors instead of uh, tubes. No, I got to tell you where that, that whole groove came from, so... Okay. I was hanging out with this, this this guy locally. His name's Tom Adams. He's a local poet, uh, composer, 
and he does a lot of Tom Waits stuff. Okay, so I wrote a song for him called that he he. He has a song called "Bury Me with, with Weapons." What do you mean, like Tom Waits style? Yeah, Tom Waits style. He looks like Tom Waits too. In some <laughs> Strange. And and so he had the song called "Bury Me with Weapons," and I wrote a drum groove around it. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, he never used it, so I said, "Well, I'm going to use it in, in DDS." And uh, so I uh-huh. modified it, and that's where that whole song came from. And so and when it starts off, it's like kind of like uh, uh, high-pitched uh, steam sounds and stuff like that. I'm really influenced by that crap. Mm-hmm. So I love that. So I, I threw that in there. I want, And then the groove starts. And it's like real. I hit those 808s really hard, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, uh, and Mel did an awesome job singing and playing yeah, it. Yeah, I really like the tune. It's yeah. Happy. That's, I would have never imagined it came from a, a Tom Waits clone. Well, not a clone. I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't want to sound derisive. You know, I got to correct myself. People, I was talking about this avant-garde uh, music man who had a show called uh, Imaginary Landscape on KPFK back in the 70s when I was a teenager here in Pedro. His name, Carl Stone. Not Roger Stone, man. That, that dude's a clown. That was a major error. I had to get that in before the show ended, people. No, that has nothing to do. But you would like to check out Carl Stone because, uh, especially uh, maybe you, John, because you're into this avant-garde. Uh, he's getting guys on website, uh, C-A-R-L-S-T-O-N-E dot net, carlstone dot net. And where can people find you on the net, the oh, Duo Decibel well, System? Well, you, sure, man. we have a Bandcamp page. It's Duo Decibel System at Bandcamp. I'm not sure how all these, like, Now, it's not decimal, out. people. They're having fun with the word. There's, it's decibel, like sound. So yeah. It's D-U-O. Yeah. D-E-C-I-B-E-A-E-L. Bells. And decis, like tenths. Of bell. Right. E-L. I think it was, yeah, named after Bell Laboratories or something. I always liked how... Do, Dewey Decimal System sounded for some reason when I was young at yeah. the library. <laughs> I we talked that about a- that last time. Yeah, and it's what uh, younger people don't know, but this is the way they used to sort books, people, in libraries. Oh, with cards and a card and With cards. And oh. You actually had to physically go find the book. Yeah. You know, it was a <laughs> tricky thing. Cards. Yeah, you didn't have your, uh, your smart leash. and uh, oh, oh, Now, plans, please tell me, John. This Melvis plans now that the album's out. You had the album release party. Well, we have another. I would say eight songs ready to get recorded. Now the the other songs. Oh, oh, I moved the mouse. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, so f- free the mouse. <laughs> we have a batch. <laughs> we have a batch of new songs. I'm not sure. So you want to how- go back to recording? Well, sure. Um, eventually, like we have a couple songs we've been playing for long before we even started this record. Okay. We never recorded, although since things have taken this turn towards, you know, John and I getting together now and him being in a composing position and me working, writing with him, we have to take some of my songs that I sort of wrote or songs we wrote organically, like, you know, just in the basement playing and just boom, here's a song. Now we have to figure out how to put those on the grid, so to speak, you know. So you can play them. Grid, so yeah. that they're in that wheelhouse, you know, where sure. they have the electronic complements and, you know, the backing tracks, but yet keep keep 
some semblance of what they are, hopefully. <laughs> they will. Yeah, yeah, they will. Well, that sounds good to me, and I can't wait to hear. I really like this album. I want to really thank you both for coming on the show and talking about it. A lot of people don't like to talk about their songs. That's why they're songs. What? Just listen. But thank you so yeah. much for <laughs> wanting to talk about and give us some insights. Okay, thank you so much. Keep on keeping on. I'm a big dual decibel system supporter. Thank you, Mike. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Much appreciated. Yeah, right back. It's been the November 19th, 2017 edition. Watt for Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs> <laughs>